0: You're listening to a podcast from 702. Polanyi Guala on 702. 19 minutes after five. Alright then, the Constitutional Court a little earlier on, uh, saying that without laws to ensure police watchdog IPID's independence, there is room for police minister to appoint what it calls a lecky, sympathetic to his political orientation. Now, the court handed down judgment today in Robert McBride's challenge against the minister's authority to unilaterally suspend the IPID head. And Robert McBride is on the line now. Mr. McBride, can I call you the Executive Director of IPID or the Suspended executive director of IPID, Which one?
1: I'm the executive director of IPID.
0: Essentially, um, I suppose what I'm asking is, what does this judgment mean to you?
1: Okay, in the, in the first instance, it confirms the independence of IPED. It also confirms, if you look at chap- uh, paragraph 43, that the minister acted unilaterally, that the minister um, interfered in the affairs of IPED. Um, but also the issue related to the 30 days is is an issue which was brought up from our side. It was our proposal because we do not fear going before any committee to explain. In fact, if you remember, I wrote a letter to Biekman in February 2015 to say, can you allow me to account to your portfolio committee, because that is your your responsibility, um, on the media reports about about two sets of recommendations uh, that existed from IPED. And I was turned down, the offer was declined. And so, so the 30 days is, is our issue, and we, 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 are, we are not fearful of appearing anyway. In fact, I'm looking forward to the opportunity to expose the shenanigans.
0: Okay, and and just to uh, bring our listeners, uh, you know, to what you're talking about, this thirty days, and uh, what the court earlier said was that there was what well, the suspension was has been preserved for thirty days to allow for Parliament to decide whether to proceed with disciplinary action against you, right?
1: Uh, well, f- yes, to see if there is indeed a case for it. Uh, I would assume, therefore, that I would be an, afforded an opportunity um, to, in terms of Odi tarum partem rule to have my say and explain and account what it is parliament is there for all of us to account to and especially the head of an independent investigative body should be happy to account to parliament uh, of which i am
0: so just still talking about you and i'm going to move to this independence of ipid now but the costs were awarded to you right yes yes. and i suppose the question is what did you spend on the legal fees uh, which will be paid by the taxpayers
1: um, the, the exact amount I don't know, but when you are given your cost award, it's um, it's it's you know it doesn't include the taxes we in any case pay to the state, which the minister used in an unconstitutional manner to go in litigation for me. So I'm, I actually paid twice. So even some of that money that's coming back is part of what I as a taxpayer paid. So, but it's it's in excess of a million rand
0: anyway. And the reason I'm asking is uh, a couple of days ago, Judge Krichler was uh, on uh, the Riddhi Tabi show with Eusebius Makaisa, and he was just talking about what, at a personal level, you've gone through and the, um, the amount of money that you've spent, the emotional trauma that you've gone through as a result of this.
1: Yes, I mean, it is, uh, it, it is a long, hard road, but I knew that I had to see it through because the independence of IPED uh, was at stake. And if you let IPED... Um, become dependent on the minister's whims and fancies and uh, capriciousness, you would then have a, a, a knock-on effect where the police would become a tool of the the minister much as we see the walks is becoming...
0: Now, just talking about the independence of IPID, um, there's a there's a, a section that I'd like to quote here for you and for our listeners as well, where the judge said. On the other hand, Section six of the IPID Act gives the minister enormous political powers and control over the executive director of IPID. It gives the minister the power to remove the executive director of IPID from his office without parliamentary oversight. This is antithetical to the entrenched independence of IPID envisaged by the Constitution, and it is tantamount to impermissible political management. IPID by the minister to my mind this state of affairs creates room for the minister to invoke partisan political influence to appoint someone who is likely to pander to his whims or who is sympathetic to the minister's political orientation this might lead to IPID becoming politicized and being malip- manipulated uh, and then ask the question about whether this is compatible with IPID's independence as demanded by the constitution and IPID, and answered that question by saying certainly not how how far politicised has IPED been over the years?
1: Well, uh, if you remember, IPED was initially the ICD, it was under, it was at incepts, and then the Act was passed in 2011 and came into effect in April 2012, in which the effects of the Constitution was now put into place in legislation. But uh, as we have seen in the last year in this litigation, that was not... Sufficient independence in terms of how the act was written. So hence we then challenged those aspects which pertained to me, uh, which affected the independence. And one of the findings of today's judgment is that indeed the executive director himself must be sufficiently protected from interference. And that means certain aspects of the uh, uh, public uh, service um, uh, legislation prescripts are not applicable to the executive director.
0: I'm going to ask you shortly about the lessons learned from this exercise But yeah. let me bring you the, the, the response from the minister It was a very short statement that says The yeah. minister of police has noted the judgment delivered today uh, yeah. Regarding the challenge of other powers to suspend IP director, uh, Directorate, executive director It says yeah. the minister is reflecting on its implications And then says it must be noted That the court made a judgment on the procedural aspects of the case And not on the merits of the allegations against Mr. Robert McBride
1: yeah, well, um, that is correct, uh, but it's neither yeah nor day. The allegations are spurious, and even now they are battling to put a case together at the NPA. But what it does show, as it's shown in other cases, and in particular the fraud chance against Sabia, is that there's connivance between certain elements of the walks and certain elements within the NPA. So there is connivance, so the fact that the there exists an allegation, it can even be serious, doesn't mean it has any merit. And this allegation that he's making against us is basically saying that uh, the investigator cannot have an opinion, which is an independent opinion, and that opinion cannot change. Now, he talks about two reports. Now, the one report he talks about is, in, is three months before I joined IPED, so it's got nothing to do with me. But the report that was submitted to the NPA which was completed by Mr. Kuba and Mr. Sissoko, that report, I stand by it because it makes the most sense. And remember, the decision to decide to prosecute or not is not the job of IPED. IPED are investigators. That's for the National Prosecuting Authority to decide. Now, it's our report. It's not the docket that has changed or anything removed from it. It's a report that is the opinion of the investigator. Now, SAPS makes... Uh, submissions to the npa every day they investigate cases and sometimes the npa agrees and they prosecute or they decline to prosecute but no one has ever questioned when they have a, a different opinion from what the minister expects in terms of the outcome of an investigation so this is actually the first time it's ever happened and ipod investigators have exactly the same powers as uh, police detectives
0: so, essentially, though, what I'm reading out of this is that the minister is uh, squaring for another fight with you because he says that we haven't dealt with the merits.
1: Well, look, uh, let him bring it on. I mean, it's, uh, it's, it's it's not a problem, but it also shows serious political immaturity. In the present uh, political climate, it's like really full to be playing games with constitutional matters. For a whole year, the minister was insisting that he's... Uh, that he's constitutionally correct to, to wage this war against us and to get rid of the head of AUX and the head of uh, IPED and now to threaten the Minister of Finance. He, he did the unconstitutional stuff against me for a whole year, playing games, and at the last minute, all he could say was, I mustn't go back to work too quickly. So it appears that he has a a, a strange motive for not wanting me to get back to work. That's the only issue he could come up with after, you know, a year of litigation. Hmm.
0: Robert McBride, listen, I must thank you very much. I'm out of time, but I appreciate your time. Uh, Executive Director of IPID, Robert McBride on the line. Your reaction for us, please.